It's time now for the complete story, a public news and information feature of Bot Radio Network to keep you informed about the most important issues of our day. Now, here's the BRN father and son team, Dick and Rich Bot, with today's complete story. Uh, well, folks, here we are again and again and again and again. It's amazing, Rich, how quickly these these weeks go by, isn't it? I'm glad to be with you. Yeah. So what's been new in your life? Oh, my goodness. Well, this is June now, so we're, we're through uh, the spring months, and we're now roaring into the summer. Yeah, well, ro- that's exactly right. Roaring, roaring along, for sure. Um, here's a song I want to start the program with by Carol Robertson. I really like that guy's music, and I know so many of our listeners do, too, because they comment on it whenever we use it, and that makes everybody happy. Um, you know, when you're walking through life, there's a certain comfort, without a doubt, when you can say, his hand is in mine. Mm. Here it is. You may ask me how I know my Lord is real. And you may doubt the things I say. And doubt the way I feel But I know he's real today He'll always be I can feel his hand in mine And that's enough That's all I need to know I will never walk alone He holds my hand He guides each step I take And if I fall Till the day he tells me why He loves me so I can feel his hand in mine That's all I need to know I can feel his hand in mine that's all I need to know. Mm, 
that's a yeah. beautiful song. I've, oh, I've never heard that before. Oh, is that right? No. Well, it's in the archives. Yes. <laughs> that's where your father's kind of plowing around once I in a while. Know. You have a vast archive. <laughs> um, you know, I was just thinking for several days, uh, during the turmoil we have going on in America, I mean, you named the subject, and it's in turmoil. But how dumb can you be to allow the uh, the baby food to evaporate? The formula. People can't get it. The formula, baby formula. A shortage in the United States where they have foreign countries shipping baby formula into America so we <laughs> can feed America. our babies. Into the United States of America, they're having to ship that from foreign countries because, look, folks, just because a person's a politician uh, doesn't really mean much. You've got to know who they are, what they stand for, what they have been, and what they really mean Mm, when they're campaigning for office. So Washington can get full of a mixture of a lot of people. And I'll tell you this, uh, those that are in charge right now to allow baby formula, of all things, to get so scarce. Now think, Rich. Well, that's a national humiliation and an embarrassment. Because because my wife and I have had four children, and I know when you have that little baby. First of all, let's think about this. Um, when the baby is conceived and then it nurtured within its mother's womb and it gets a food that it needs for life, and then after birth... That little baby, believe me, it depends on food and baby food and the milk, and many times it's a special milk. Well, my word, if we can't take better care of our children than the way things are going now, we need to repent and get back to God in a hurry because his word uh, tells us all. Well, I didn't mean to get on a rampage or anything like that. A little high horse there. (laughs) Yeah, my little high horse. Uh, Now, here's Carol Robertson again, and what he's saying is, I think I take it, don't be boastful. Don't talk about me, me, me. Uh, The best thing is is to just ask the Lord who you are. Ask the Lord who you are. And, um, And that'll be the best way to start out. Listen to this. Well, I think of how he came so far from glory. Came to dwell among the lowly, such as I. To suffer shame and such disgrace. On Mount Calvary take my place. Then I ask myself this question, who am I? Who am I that a king would bleed and die for? Who am I that he would pray, not my will, thine, Lord? The answer I may never know. Why he And to an old rugged cross he'd go, for who am I? 
I'm reminded of his words I'll leave thee never Just be true and I'll give to you new life forever Oh, I wonder what I could have done To deserve God's only Son To fight my battles until they're won For who am I? Who am I that a king would bleed and die for? Who am I that he would pray, not my will, thine, Lord? The answer I may never know. cross he goes for who am I and to an old rugged cross he goes for who am I That's right. Isn't that a good thought for yeah, each and every one of us to have? You know what, Dad? A lot of times people uh, hear Carol Robertson on uh, the Complete Story program, and then they call us and say, where can I get some of his music? <laughs> Let me direct you folks to his website, www.carolrobertson.com. That's C-A-R-R-O-L-L. R-O-B-E-R-S-O-N dot com, carolrobertson.com. In that little town in Mississippi. Ripley, Mississippi. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, go, you just Google him, and uh, you can can buy that music on his website, and it's also available on Amazon. Yeah. Now, um, as I was pondering about some of the things we've been talking about and everything, uh, people have to know sometimes when you're praying to God and asking him, for the answers. Sometimes, you know, folks, the truth is difficult. The truth is difficult. And Billy Graham uh, preached a sermon on that. The truth is difficult. So I want you to turn your radio up. It's pretty short, but I want you to hear it from the voice of Billy Graham years ago. Here it is. The 10th chapter of 2 Corinthians, beginning with the third verse. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. In other words, we are engaged in a warfare. If you're a Christian, you are engaged in a warfare. Not a basketball court, not a playground, not a football stadium, but you're engaged in a battlefield. For the weapons of our warfare are not fleshly, they're not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. The Apostle Paul said, I'm going to use some weapons that will be new to you, but they're going to pull down the devil's strongholds. And these are spiritual weapons, the Word of God and prayer and the power of the Holy Spirit. Then he said, we're casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. A person who is living in the spirit 
every thought that he has should be in obedience to the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now thoughts are powerful to harm us and powerful to help us. The Bible says, as a person thinketh, so is it. How do you think? What goes through your mind? What do you think about when you're alone? Someone has said plain living and high thinking are no more. One of the most important things in our lives is who's going to control our minds? Proverbs 16, 32 says, He that ruleth his mind is greater than he that taketh a city. Means to rule the thought of your mind. You spend a great deal of time alone, many of you do. So your mind is your only companion. What do you think about? What do you talk to your mind about? That's your only companion, is your mind, for many of you. Isaiah the prophet said, Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee. Do you keep your mind on Christ? And if you get your mind off Christ and you get it on some things you shouldn't be thinking about, do you pray, Lord, forgive me and help me to get my mind back on Christ? I do many times. Now, the Bible says, first of all, that the mind, your mind, is at enmity against God. Your mind does not want to do anything about God to start with. In Romans 8, 7, it says, The carnal mind or the fleshly mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. The Apostle Paul wrote to the Colossians in the first chapter and said that until they had come to the world, come to Christ, they were alienated and enemies in their mind. Enemies of God, alienated from God, separated from God in your mind. And your mind was a part of that decision. Such a mind will not obey the law of God. It, commit, it submits to sin. It minds the things of the flesh. The Bible warns against having that kind of carnal, fleshly mind. That mind that is dominated by the devil or by selfishness. And then the mind is not only enmity, against God, but it's also a blinded mind. Second Corinthians 4, 3 says, In whom the God of this world, that's the devil, hath blinded the minds of them which believe not. He has power, he has supernatural power to blind your mind. And you let him, you have to let him. And if you let him, he can blind your minds. I cannot account for the apparent veil that hangs over the hearts of some people. Many people very close to the kingdom of God. Many people surrounded by a believing family. I know a young man right now surrounded by a believing family, reared in the church, reared for God. He heard the blessing said at the table at every meal. And today he's way out in left field on drugs, sex, all the rest of it. Blinded by the God of this world. They're led captive to the will of Satan. And many people tell me, I don't understand. I've heard this all my life. I've tried to believe, but I cannot. They're blinded. And the only person that can open your eyes to the truth is the Holy Spirit. 
and you must ask him to come and open your eyes supernaturally, which he will do tonight before you leave here, if you will allow him. Yes, your mind is at enmity with God. Your mind is blinded. But then there's the doubtful mind the Bible talks about in Luke 12. Jesus said, neither be ye of doubtful mind. The Bible warns against the double-minded person. James says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. And this carries with it the idea of a person who wishes to secure both worlds. You want one foot in heaven and one foot in the pleasures of this life. And you cannot. You've got to go one way or the other. So there are many of you that are torn between your sinful pleasures and appetites and your desire for heaven. And you know that you can't have both. And you've got to make a choice. Jesus said there are two roads in life. There's the broad road that leads to destruction. There's the narrow road that leads to eternal life. And there's a narrow gate and that gate is the cross. Yes, we have minds that are at enmity against God. We have minds that are blinded by the devil. We have doubtful minds. And then there's the defiled mind. Paul wrote to Titus of a certain people who are always liars, whose minds are defiled and unbelieving. We have mind-altering drugs today and medicines and alcohol, all sorts of things that change our minds. Our minds become defiled. We can live so long with our imaginations and our fantasies that are wrong and against the teachings of Scripture that our minds become defiled. And evil thoughts are the suicide of the soul. Now you cannot help bad thoughts coming from your mind. I, I don't want to give you the wrong impression. You cannot help bad thoughts coming from your, going into your mind. It's like birds. You can't keep them from flying over, but you don't have to let them nest in your hair. And some of us let evil thoughts nest in our minds. Thoughts of jealousy. Thoughts that lead to anger. Thoughts that lead to the wrong kind of passions. When Jesus cast the demons out, this man was in his right mind. So we have minds in the Bible that are at enmity with God. They're blinded by the devil. They're doubtful minds and they're defiled minds. But you can also have a renewed mind. The Bible says in Romans 12, 2, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. You can be transformed tonight. You can be changed tonight. You can have all of your sins forgiven tonight because Christ died on the cross and shed his blood for you. And it's wonderful to go home tonight and know that every sin is forgiven. Not only forgiven, but you're justified just as though you'd never sinned. And God raised him from the dead and he's alive, ready to transform your mind tonight and transform your body and transform everything about you. Your whole lifestyle will have to change, but the Holy Spirit will be there to help you change it. It doesn't mean that you'll never sin again. It means that if you do sin, you'll immediately be convicted by the Holy Spirit and you'll 
confess your sin and ask God to forgive you and he will forgive you. Yes, there's the renewed mind. Ephesians 4.23 says, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Have you had your mind renewed and transformed? We're to have the mind of Christ by the transforming and renewing of your mind. You can change your mind and Christ will transform it. That's what repentance really means. The word repentance means change of mind. It means that you're going to change lifestyle, change the direction that you're going. You're going to say to God, I'm sorry I've sinned. I want to be made a new person. Paul asked the Corinthians, who hath known the mind of the Lord? And he answered it himself. He said, we have the mind of Christ. When you have the mind of Christ, you have the mind of the Lord. We who know Christ have the mind of Christ. We who have been saved by his grace have the mind of Christ. All of you that have said yes to his call have the mind of Christ. Not a perfect mind, but a mind that's now controlled by Christ rather than by Satan and your own sinful nature. Then the Bible talks about the spiritually minded people in Romans 8, 6. To be spiritually minded is life and peace. And 2 Peter 3, 1 says, He will stir up your pure mind. Wouldn't you like to have a pure mind? A, spiritually, a spiritual mind, a transformed mind? Now when I say mind, that means your whole life. Because your mind, in a sense, controls your life along with your heart. You have a body, living inside your body is your spirit, your soul. That's the part of you that will live forever. Your body will go to the grave. But you, the real you, is going to live forever. And it's all going to be decided on what you do about Christ. Have you repented of your sins? Are you sure of it? You can do it tonight. And you can do it today. And you can do it right now, you see. Uh, that voice of Billy Graham, um, I attended some of his crusades Me and too. I met him. And um, w what a what a precious way he had of presenting the gospel. And Dad, that message is as true today as it was preached back then, because it's the Word of God which doesn't change. Yeah, well, I tell you what, Rich. Here's Carol Robertson again, and uh, it ties right in with what Billy Graham was saying. When we really do the right thing, take the Bible seriously, and then raise our families um, in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Why, then we are hidden by the cross. Listen to this. The devil used to find me every single day. No matter how I tried to stay out of his way. Our little game of hide and seek would still be going on. But I found the perfect hiding place and I'm making it my home I'm hidden by the cross hidden by the cross behind those holy timbers where Jesus paid the cost 
I'm under his protection and grace that can't be bought. And the devil cannot find me while I'm hidden by the cross. I know the devil wants me to come back out and play. So he can feed my weakness And lead my soul astray I'm where he can't reach me now There's nothing he can do And if he still wants to play He'll have to find somebody new I'm hidden by the cross Hidden by the cross Behind those holy timbers Where Jesus paid the cost I'm under his protection And grace that can't be bought And the devil cannot find me While I'm hidden by the cross I'm under his protection and grace that can't be bought. And the devil cannot find me while I'm hidden by the cross. I've enjoyed this so very much, Rich. But we need to have one or two listeners. We do. Comments. Let me give the phone number one eight hundred three four five two six two one. Here's the first one. I started listening to Bot Radio about a year ago when my son, who is a police officer, told me that he would listen to it uh, when he got the chance on duty as he was patrolling in his car. We find it very uplifting, and we love uh, being able to hear all the different pastors and sermons, and we just thank you so much for what you're doing uh, in the days that we're living in. And listen, dear lady, you thank your son uh-huh. um, for telling you about it, about Radio Network, but also we thank God for him. Uh, but we got to hear another one, Rich. Yes, I'm Brian. I'm in St. Louis. I'm a born-again Christian. I just want to say thank you for Bot Radio. I listen while I'm at work through the day, and at times when I'm too busy to be able to talk to somebody about Jesus, they come in my work area and hear the radio on that I have nearby, and it's a good witnessing tool to get people interested if I don't mm-hmm. have a chance to talk to them in person. So thank you about radio. Oh, Appreciate it. You know, and, Isn't and, that great? I tell you what, next week we have to reserve more time. That's right. I love these, but listen, the 1-800, time is gone now. Let me give it 1-800-345-2621. Please give us a call. This is Dick Bott with this chapter of The Complete Story with my son, Rich, and I'll see you later.